Welcome back to Slay the Stars and episode 61. Last time, uh, Zem and Shar made their plans to storm the proverbial castle. They have entered the orb where Ristos makes her home and have entered the headmistress's quarters through the magical door that connects these two places. They are going to make their way to the mage tower where they know the orb is being kept. And with them, they are taking Zima, Headmistress Ristos, Kai, and Karina. Ristos has cast invisibility on all of you. You have one hour of invisibility. You have stepped out into the hallway of the professor's quarters um, at the Stellium Academy. Ristos's quarters are the very top floor, which is the third floor of this building. You have to make your way down across the quad to the mage tower. What are you doing? Any other precautions? Anything you're saying as you're stepping out into this hallway? Mm. Um, bef- well, before we open the door, I'm just going to look at everyone and say thank you for all of the help and support, and I love you all. Please don't die. What she said, Katana's drawn. <laughs> Headmistress Ristos turns around, puts her hand on your shoulder, Zem, and says, We have a lot of fight in us. Nobody has to die today. My eyes sparkle. Char shits his pants in the corner. <laughs> 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 I'm glad I'm invisible. Nobody can see that. <laughs> <laughs> In that moment, she opens the door, and she opens it with an air of bravado. She doesn't pull it open quietly or try to sneak out. That's not her way. She opens the door, steps out into the hallway, and you see her point her hand immediately down the hall, and this bolt of fire erupts and just incinerates a guard that was standing down at the end of the way, probably waiting exactly for this moment. She turns and says, let's go. You're going to need to teach me how to do that. Who was that? <laughs> uh, well, uh, by the looks of him, um, either a town guard or one of Dahlia's people. Either way, he shouldn't have been in my hallway. Let's go. As we pass it by, I'm going to flip it off. <laughs> Shar's just like staring down like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know how you do like the, the going around because you think it's going to pop up because zombies... I have become energized by this energy. <laughs> I haven't. Do I still have coffee left? I do not. So, you can't see each other. That's unfortunate. I thought I could see them. I have oh, minutes. you have seen I have ten minutes. Shar can see everybody for about ten minutes. So, about the time it takes you to get out of the building. Uh, Zem, you're just trying not to bump into people. And every once in a while that sort of happens because you're not walking at all the same speed. Um, but you make it to the stairwell. And you start heading down, down. I need you to roll me stealth checks. We all have advantage, right? Because we're invisible? Yes, you will have advantage because you are invisible. I will tell you that I am. there is a DC to be met here. 26. You had advantage. Mm-hmm. Eight. 
All right. So you get to Wait, the bottom. Time out. I have a reroll that can affect any roll, right? And if I you have do. a if I have a reroll, will she still roll with advantage or will she roll another one? She would just roll one more. No? Okay. All right. Wait till I'm dying. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you step out on I the first floor. Now. The door opens. At this point, Char, you would know that Ristos is in the front. Everybody's trying to stay behind her. You can see. Uh, she opens the door and starts to head out. As you are funneling through the door, though, Zem and Karina, the two of you go to enter the door frame at the same moment and sort of bump into each other. And there's this moment where the door kind of like slams into the wall because the two of you butt into each other. And there were people down there in the in the entryway uh in the lobby where there used to be a receptionist who could point you to the floor or room where the professors were uh and standing behind there now is a is a guard that you've never seen before and you hear him go hey what was that why is that door open and he stands up and he starts walking towards all of you. What are you doing? I'll take a ball bearing and chuck it in the other direction to try to like... I don't know the word. It it just... It just was distract. there. And then, yeah, distract. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it went... Left <laughs> <laughs> my brain. So you take out the ball bearing. You toss it to try to make a sound. I would like for you to roll me a sleight of hand. Twelve. I'm going to roll a perception check for him to see if he sees this ball bearing come out of thin air. He does not. And so he starts walking towards you. And he, all of a sudden he's like, what was that over there? Because he hears the ding, 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 ding. And We're playing a video game. <laughs> <laughs> you see his hand go to his side. And he starts digging in his pocket for something. And he pulls out... Uh, what looks to be like a smooth spherical rock. Shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. And he. Yeah. Puts it up to his mouth. Time out. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm like slightly having a panic attack. I'm going to. I'm going to um, need him to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Mm-hmm. Wait, how far from me? Far, far. He's close oh, enough. Because he was walking towards you and okay. you were stuck in the door frame, so he's probably within 20 feet of you. Okay. That is a failure. He is charmed. And you are not invisible anymore. That is fine. Okay. So, all of a sudden, Zem becomes visible again. And he looks and he's like, Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. I didn't cast invisibility. Oh, that's... Uh... Uh, wait, hold on. Time out. Let's. We need to look up the wording for invisibility. The creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything you wear or wearing is carrying. Eh, the spell ends for a target that attacks or, or casts, casts a spell. spell. Yes, that's fine. Okay, so Zem, you become visible, but it's not that weird because it kind of looks like you're just stepping out of the stairwell, right? You weren't in the center of a room and just suddenly became visible. It looks like you were stepping through the door, and he's like, "Oh, what? Who are you? Who are you?" 
No one's supposed to be in this building right now. I was supposed to be in this building. You were expecting me to be in this building. He still has the rock in his hand. He's like, uh, no, no, uh, Avinius was, was really clear. Nobody's supposed to be in this building. Shard's going to look over at the mages that are still invisible. What's their reaction to this happening? Uh, so Ristos is motioning for Zima and Karina and Kai to keep moving towards the door while she is watching the situation with Zem, looking like she's ready to act if she needs to. What's the attire of this person? Is it is it city guard or is it like garden? Or He's wearing. He is wearing like a city guard outfit, but it's not like the stance. Is it garden? No, no. It is. He very much looks like he's either an actual guard or one of Dahlia's people. He is not holding himself like a monk or anything like that. Didn't Dahlia tell you that I was going to be here? I got here like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. Shar's going to be like right behind him. And if he motions to put the rock to talk, he's going to just grab it out of his hand. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, for everybody listening at home, right before this, uh, both Jen and Arthur held a cursing ceremony for my dice. <laughs> and it seems to be working because I have not rolled over a 10 so far for any of these interactions. Um, he says, Dahlia, she scares me. I, I don't talk to her. Um, I mostly just take orders directly from Avinius, but... I know what you're talking about. I don't want to. I don't want her to be mad at me. Well, if you don't want her to be mad, then you better give me that orb because that was her. That was her direction. I'm taking over this section. But where am I supposed to go then? I'm pretty sure you were supposed to go into the building. What you mean, like upstairs? Yeah, the second floor. The middle floor, so that if you heard anything over or heard anything below you, you could run to the... But I thought Jimmy was on the second floor tonight. Listen, all I know is what I'm told. I just follow orders, same as you. Give me the orb. Roll me either persuasion or deception with advantage. When you say orb, do you mean the the stone? The, the stone, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With advantage. You and you. Rolling persuasion. Look, both 13. Uh-huh. Um, but plus seven, so dirty 20. I just rolled two ones in a row. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and the streak has begun. <laughs> Let's see if we can, if we hit four, we will hit our all time high, not one in a row. I didn't bring the dice toilet with me. I'm very sad. You keep forgetting that. I did. I it last time. I did. It. I remember it last time. It's only my dice that ever end up in there, so it doesn't matter. Well, I don't, I don't, I'll forget my dice, and I know one of you will steal it, so I don't put my dice in the dice toilet. But neither of you roll a bunch of ones. It's just, anyway. I'm sorry. Neither of us roll a bunch. Do you remember? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, oh, okay, and he hands you the sending stone, and he takes off up the steps you're assuming to go to the second floor. Should we stop that? He's going to whisper to, um... Ristos? Yes. Uh, no, uh, he has, if he goes, he seems like he's going to listen to her. Um, I, that spell lasts for at least a short amount of time. By the time he would get word that somebody has gotten in, I'm 
sure that they'll already know because we'll be where we need to go. All right. Should we drop the sending stone? He's gonna. This is like walking and talking. No, no. I. It might be useful. All right. That's it. I'm just putting it in my pocket. Okay. I'm, I'm, but I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, whoever is going to make eye contact with you, I'm going to be like, you can't see anybody because they're, oh, all, they're invisible. all invisible. Um, okay. Well then like, anyone that looks Shara's at me sees. going to take your shoulder and like guide you. Anyone that uh, looks at me is going to see my eyes being like, I can't fucking believe I just pulled that <laughs> off. <laughs> Neither could we. Uh, so Zem is currently invisible. Are we doing anything to change that or are we heading if I Outside. cast invisibility, two things happen. Invisibility ends for me. Uh-huh. And seeing see invisibility ends for me. Um, if Correct. I cast invisibility, I'm down yet another spell <laughs> slot. Um, so I'm going to pull up my cloak. Okay. Let me make sure I I'm gonna open my um my bag of holding, and we still had some of the supplies that Rafe sent us for disguise. Like, we had that whole disguise kit. You did. You um, took some of the stuff out of it with you. If I cast invisibility, I can't target another person because I don't have a level three spell slot yet. Yes, correct. Um, so I'm going to... Um, hmm, okay, so I've seen enough of all of the different types of guards... I'm going to take some cloth and wrap my arms like the gar- like the garden. Okay. Um, and there's not a whole lot I can do about my clothes. But if there's anything we have, I think I have some lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm going to take a wig so that my hair is different. I'm just picking one. I don't, I don't. Let's say... Joke's on you. It's the same color as your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it's going to be... One is black, two is blonde, three is brown, uh, and four is any other color except red. Gray. Okay. It's a one, so it's black. So I've got a black hair wig and the wrappings on my arms, the cloak, and that's pretty much all I've got. Roll me a deception check. A deception check. Mm-hmm. Hate that. This is just to set a DC for anybody trying to notice something as a foot. 23. You would. So. I rolled a 19. <laughs> <laughs> My leg has not stopped shaking. <laughs> <laughs> you step out of the building into the quad. And you have to get maybe a hundred yards, maybe a little more than that across the way um, before you get to the steps that lead up to the mage tower. What you maybe expected, but weren't really thinking about was that the moment you step out, you see the ship, the same ship from Annenfell. It is docked here in this space and it barely fits. And you notice a couple things about it. You notice that this ship is heavily guarded. There are guards on the ground, guards on the gangplank that leads up, there are guards on the base of the ship. And you notice something else. The pedestal where the orb 
could be placed has almost like a shifting force field around it that is keeping people from approaching. Is that new? Yeah, you didn't notice that. On the pedestal? Around the pedestal, yes. And is the orb on the pedestal, you said? No. No, that I, was just a mistake. Okay. That was a... Okay. Because I'm just like, this got infinitely harder. No. You can see that leading up to the mage tower, there is also... There are quite a few guards that are stationed on the steps leading up. And, Char, I would like for you to roll me a perception check. 26. These people, you can tell even from this far away, definitely monks. One of the things that clues you into them is that every once in a while, you see them almost materialize out of the shadows. You all have about 40 minutes left of your invisibility. Okay. The invisible people, you are moving across the way, basically unseen. Zem, people are looking over at you, but nobody has stopped you yet. I need the invisible people to roll stealth checks. Fifteen. Zem, are you trying to not be seen? Or are you taking a stance of like just trying to act like you belong? I'm acting like I belong. I've got an air of confidence. I'm not avoiding people's eye contact, but I'm also not seeking it out. Um, I'm walking like I have purpose. Um, and I'm, I'm headed... I'm headed towards the mage tower. I'm just headed towards it. Okay. You start making your way across the quad, and the guards that are stationed around the ship, uh, they do not stop you, Zem. And you all seem to be unseen in the night until you get to the steps leading up to the mage's tower. The moment you look to be starting up the steps, Zem, you hear someone call out to you, Uh, hey. Who are you and what do you want? Is it a voice that I recognize? It is not. This person is a woman. She is clearly a monk. Char, you immediately recognize her as one of the keepers from the garden. Her name is, is it Quarren? Hold on, let me pull up the list. Sorry. Yeah. So she steps over to you and she's, who are you and what do you want? Uh, my name's Callie. I was told to report in. I know nothing about that. So you're going to have to turn around and leave. You wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> who do you think you're speaking to right now? I don't really know. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> All right. Certainly. Let me escort you in. 
Okay. All right. Char, what are you doing in this moment as you see this exchange? Shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of going to look over to see I can't how, see shit. Yeah. <laughs> see yeah. how everybody else is like reacting to that. Like where were they in this? Like were they also outside the tower or were they already inside? No. They – so – Everybody is now using Zem as the point person because everybody can see Zem. Uh, and so everybody's maybe like 15 steps behind Zamira. And the people who, I mean, you're the only one who can see everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of watching and like planning to follow behind her as much as possible. But everybody looks really concerned. Uh, Ristos is assuming you're still near her. Yeah. And so she's like, Charlemagne. Yeah. Listen, six people in a choke point is better than one one on one for me with anyone there. Sure, it's like keeper, keeper. That is not good. Uh, and so everybody is just following Zamira. Sure, I was gonna make a quick perception check of the yard and see if anybody's like. <sighs> Nibby. Okay, go ahead. 22. All right. You see a, an, um, Ayuvo who you recall, uh, was in trouble with Genevieve when you were at the garden, Lavenza. And she's standing off to the side. And the moment she sees Quarren start escorting Zem in, she just sort of takes a couple steps back and turns the corner and goes out of sight. I'm going to try to track that if I can. Like, if I see where, what direction of the tower she's going in, like, on the surroundings, is she, like, does it seem like she's going off towards the tower or away from the tower, like a different building? It looks like she's going towards a side entrance. That would be your guess. But whenever you try to follow her, she kind of vanishes. Well, I'm not going to, like, run after her. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But, yeah. It was just, like, were they headed towards a different building or this building? But this building. Same is... building. Different okay. entrance. We may have an ally, but it's still really risky. All right. So, Zem, you've been in this building quite a few times it's used as sort of the lab classroom uh and you come into the center of it when you look up you see the huge spiraling staircase that leads up uh to the top tower where you know the orb currently is because um torah saw it and corn says all right uh now who are you here to meet with? So I can let them know you've arrived. I mean, you can just take me to your boss. Oh. Uh, but like, right. the boss. Not just who you report to. <laughs> Which boss do you want to speak with, my dear? Um... I'm not, I'm, Jen is saying, um, Zem is not saying, um, 
who do you think is in charge? Take me to Dahlia. <laughs> Dahlia. All right. Follow me. And instead of going up the winding staircase, she takes you down a hallway or she starts to lead you down a hallway. Are you following? She's going to walk in front of me? Yes. Well, I mean, she's not going to go many steps in front of right, you, but, but she's, she's not like you. holding on to she's me. Not she's not dragging me or pushing me. Roll me an insight check. Um, that is an 11. She does not seem concerned about who you are. She, she doesn't believe you. That much is clear. And you get the feeling that she's not taking you to Dolly. Those are all the feelings you get. So where we are right now, we are still in the, like, atrium part of the entrance. We ha- we aren't in the hallway. No, she's just trying to lead you there. And the hallway that I know that we're going to, do I know this to be, like, a long hallway or a short hallway? It's a pretty long hallway. So the building is set up where there's the huge mage towers and then there's, like, the L-shaped, like, side mm-hmm. buildings that go off. And she's taking you down one of those, which is just one long hallway that leads to an exit on the other side that's, I don't know, pretty long. It's a long hallway. Okay. I'm going to follow her until we are in the hallway. Okay. You do so. Is everybody still following Zem like a point person? Yes. Until they're told otherwise, they are following Zem like the NPCs they are. Let me just make sure that I'm understanding this correct. So there was an option to go up the stairs and then there was an option to go in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it, did it seem like she was the only guard of this tower? No, there are definitely other people. Like going up the, the stairs? Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, not necessarily like stationed on the stairs, but there are other guards inside the atrium down the hallways. And it does seem that most of these people here are either Dahlia's trained people. These look like not just guards. These look like heavy hitters or more people from the garden. One of those two things. And you're glancing around, Char, and you see about a dozen people. Oh, I'm I'm done talking. <laughs> never mind, never mind. That's the, that's the face. That's the face. Shorts was doing Doritos. That's the face. She just causes her something crazy. Um, whatever direction she's at, because I just stabbed myself. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, that was your. There's a spider face. <laughs> <laughs> that was a confused. Why did I get stabbed? Face. So that should have been that should not have been sharp. It was the opposite way in the bed. I tried to click it because I was nervous and I, it was in reverse. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Whew. Um like Shara's gonna go down the line, just like get ready to attack, get ready to attack, get ready to attack, get ready to attack. Like the entire way down. It's and telephone, then... and by the end, somebody leans up to Zem and is like I think Shar wants pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and Shar's going to position himself like 
catty corner to where Zem is so that there's going to be like a two point. Okay. I'm going to um, wait until we're not quite halfway down the hall. So when you get to about that way, she goes to turn into a room. Oh, okay. To, then, then, to then, not that, then, then not that long. I, I, I can't. I cannot in my brain picture how long this hall is. I know. I, it would be before, before there's a doorway. Okay. So before there's any any chance to sure. turn off, that's that's when I would react, okay. um, or act. Uh, and I need um, an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence saving. Do well, or I will melt you. All right. No, you rolled a two. <laughs> I had one good roll. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she fails. Mind whip. Okay. Wait, you're making her fail for mind whip? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fucking fourth well, level. That'll... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, many, so many dice. <laughs> I have to find them. You. You. I'm scared. You. I mean, if of all the things that's going to help us keep her minimally motive. M- mobile? Mobile. <laughs> I'm not a voice actor. Um, this is probably it. Yeah, I mean, so it's this. Oh, that's no bueno. Um, seven points of psychic damage. But... Um, no reaction until the end of the next turn, and then it has she has to choose whether she moves. Um, no, move or action or bonus action. Not on any of them. Okay, how much damage? You said seven. Seven, which I know is like like a insult at best. How about you? <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Now I'm going to kill you. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Okay. Aw, oh, man. What? Okay. Fuck. What? I didn't realize... This is my fault. I thought that the damage changed at the spell level. I wouldn't have gone fucking four... It's the number of targets you can... Oh, well then you wouldn't have casted it for them. Yeah, so if you want to cast it at its normal level and just hit her, that's fine. If you want to specify extra targets since it's fourth level, you can but do that But there's as well. no one else for me to target. There are. There are other people around. In, in the hallway? Yeah. Oh. So I said there are about a dozen people split up between like the atrium and as well as like guarding the hallway. And if you're attacking her before you head down the hallway, you can hit. A couple more people as well. So I was going... I'm sorry. I misunderstood that entirely. I was waiting for the hallway so that it would be her and me. Oh. Okay. As a... Yeah. As like that choke point. Sure. Um, so if there are multiple people in the hallway, uh, I would be rolling for more than one. Okay. How many people well, can you many... hit at fourth level? I think... Three... Let me me look again. When you cast this spell using a spell slot of third or higher, you can target one additional creature for each slot above second. So, yeah. Three total. Three total. Are there three? Yes. All right, then I need two more. 
All right. Well, fucked that all up. What is your save? 15. Uh, one succeeds, one fails. All right. So it was seven for two of them. And then the one that succeeds, it's, it's three. All right. I need everybody to roll initiative. Zem, you have advantage. Oh, that rolled out. Okay. Zem, what did you get? 18. Oh, I also meant to say that as I cast that, I crouched down. All right. Shar, what did you get? Seven. <laughs> you roll such terrible initiative I really all do. the time. Okay. Um, but I'm still invisible. So the way I'm going to handle this, because there are so many NPCs, is I have to, I have divided my NPCs up into good guys. And they have one initiative. Bad guys will have another initiative. And then the two of you will have your initiatives. And we'll go from there. So we're the wild card. That works for me. Zem, you are up first. Naturally. Um, sorry, I have to mark that. Now, it ends at the end of her next turn. Uh, Lavenza. No, I'm sorry. Not Lavenza. Um Corin's next turn is when mine whip ends, right? At mm-hmm. the end of her turn. Yeah. Yes. Fuck, it's been so long since we've played. I fucking forget how to do this. <laughs> Hold on one second. Um, I just have one thing I need to check. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt, and I'm going to spend... I'm going to cast it at second level and also use... Sorcery points, two sorcery points to do so. All right. So one of the people you hit with Mind Whip is a monk. The other person that you hit with Mind Whip is a guard. And then obviously Corrin. Who failed? Uh, You know that Corrin failed and you know that the guard failed. The other monk saved. So um, Corrin and the the monk is who I'm... All right. Go for it. Uh, I said second level... Corin is the darker one. Oh, fuck me. Um, Which one did you miss? Did you miss both of them? Mm-mm. You missed Corin? Mm-hmm. Reroll it. I still miss, but I don't nat one. Um, okay, yeah, that's why I'm just like, I'll be hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's... 10 for Corin total, and then a 21 for the monk. The 21 hits the monk. All right. The other one does not hit her. 12 damage for the monk. All right. He shrieks as this bolt connects. And Corin, you hit her with the mind whip and she whirls just in time to see you put your hand out towards her again and she manages to just sidestep and it hits the ground and there's like this kind of sound that reverberates down the hallway so i don't plan on moving however i said before that like i crouch down i'm not like i'm not 
You're kneeling. not prone. I'm not prone. I understand. Yet. Yeah. Um, like I was just getting out of the way for anyone mm-hmm. behind me, um, hoping that they're behind me. <laughs> That's true. You don't know. <laughs> um, but since I also didn't say it before, if I'm if I'm in the center of the hallway, I'm just kind of like shifting to the side. All right. Uh Quarren is like <laughs> you bitch. And she can only move or attack. Right? Bonus action, action, or movement. Okay. She moves up towards you, but it's almost like she's moving in slow motion. She looks very confused. She moves up to stand next to you, looking like she's going to attack you, but for the flavor of things, she's just moving in slow motion because that's all she can do. She's wrapped up in invisible, like, like, vines. (laughs) The other monk... Uh, was not successfully <laughs> mind whipped, and he is pissed. So he rushes up behind you to flank with Quarren, and he is going to attack you. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a twenty and a one. Thank God for flanking. That's a crit. Um, hold, hold, hold. I know. I'm I'm giving you a moment to react to this. Um. Silvery barbs? That means that I would have to roll another one, but I have to take the lowest roll, and they already rolled a one. So the first attack misses. Second one is a 24 to hit. But not a crit. But not a crit. Uh, Zem, you take four points of damage. I can't can't fucking keep up. Hold on one second. So four damage, and then I also need to mark a spell. Um, I don't want to forget that. Okay. And then he is going to flurry of blows. Two more hits. Uh, 16 to hit. Mm -hmm. For seven damage. Mm -hmm. Last one is a 20-something to hit. Mm Mm-hmm. For six damage. Mm-hmm. And Quarren is screaming, don't kill her. We need to figure out who she is and who's here with her. I'm going to laugh. Like, I'm hurt and it comes out probably sad and whatever, but I'm going to laugh. <laughs> and then all of the NPCs go. Okay, part of Silvery Barbs is you choose who has advantage on the next attack. That's true. But do you have to see them? Oh, you can choose a different creature you can see within range. So it's yourself, basically. You get advantage. Because you couldn't see anybody else. We're going to forget that. Let me write that down. Advantage. Has the next advantage on attack roll, ability check, or saving throw it makes within one minute. Do I need to say what that is, or is can I just say my next roll? Uh, I don't, it's, it doesn't it's, specify. It doesn't specify, so it's just your next one. If you have to make an uh, ability check, saving throw, or attack, your next one has advantage. But, like, it's fucking, I'm already connected. That's true. So is it my next roll? So like, yeah, can I save roll. it for it'll that long? Roll for one minute. That's a good bit minute. of combat. Yeah, it'll be during this whole combat. The next time you have to roll. Okay. Uh, the NPCs are going to go now. Uh, you see, well, Zem, you probably don't see because you're like kneeling down. There's a monk behind you, like punching you. I picture you kind of like blocking your head, but laughing, mm-hmm. and that. But you hear. <laughs> Harder. <laughs> I like it. It tickled. <laughs> I've never seen a monk go. Mm. 
Maybe not. Boss, I think this is a trap. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so, behind you, the first thing you hear is Karina being like, oh, hell no! (laughs) I didn't think I would hate the start of combat more. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes up to the person uh, she doesn't get really next to them, but she gets close to them and she strums her lute. And the monk who's like punching you stops for a minute and holds his head. She casts Hold Person. He rolls a nat 20 and succeeds though and is not held. You hear screaming coming from the atrium though and like a lion's roar. Char, you would see this. Um, screaming like pain screaming or screaming like rage? Scared screaming. Because okay. Kai uh, has turned into some sort of lion creature. Neat. <laughs> but she has like a long black mane and spots almost. Wings? I'm sorry, did she turn into a griffin? Or I'm sorry, not a griffin, a um, manticore? It doesn't look like a manticore, but it doesn't look like any lion you've ever seen before. And uh, she is ripping into another monk who is standing in the atrium. Ristos, however, materializes. Material girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck. Uh, She materializes and she is going to cast Fireball. Fuck! <laughs> Shard takes a diving roll. And she is aiming it to hit. I can take it! <laughs> no. No, you can't! can't. <laughs> the guard and, and Quarren. Um, but not Zem. So this is for Quarren. Reese. <gasps> that's big! That's that is huge. a fail, even from a monk. Well, and she didn't have a reaction anyway. That's true, she doesn't have a reaction oh, anyway. Suck my. <laughs> that's not a. Not it's bad. a 13, and the guard fails too. So they. Listen, that is huge. That material girl, um, not Madonna, but like that TikTok sound is now my theme song for Ristos in my head. 18 points of damage. Can I see that D4? It looks cool. Which one? The one that's a one. This one? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I see it. Okay, we're good. I think I have that one. The guard is incinerated. Oh, fuck. Quarren doesn't look that bad. Uh, and you can see the fury on Ristos's face, though. She has been trying to stay calm during all of this, but she is pissed that these people are in her school. And she is also pissed that they're attacking them. She's ready to kill some people. Uh, and last, but certainly not least, uh, you see Zima... I'm going to have her cast Firebolt right now because I've cast enough nonsense right now. So, uh, And she misses, unfortunately. <laughs> it goes wide and hits the wall. Right in front of Char's face. <laughs> Char, you're watching all of this happen. You see the other guards, some coming up from like the, the first floor landing who are running down the other, well, now slightly less than a dozen, uh, moving in to try to stop this. You hear people screaming, there are intruders in the building! 
Yeah, there are. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) The irony. (laughs) Uh, Shara's going to sneak up behind Corin and with advantage because he's still invisible, guiding bolt like right into her back. Okay. Please work. Please work. Do it. Seventeen to hit. Seventeen does not hit. <sighs> With what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm uninvisible now, so I guess, and I cast a spell. So back of the head, just <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You can do. Not. All right. She sees it coming. So you cast the guiding bolt. It goes over her head. She turns to look at you and quickly, like, shifts as your hand whisks across her face. And she goes, I know you. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And we are back at the top of the round. It's Zem's turn. Um, It's a one damage. That was um, right. But I am going going to stand up like fully straight and just like the biggest grin on my face because I feel like I've like fooled you. Um right. and I and like if the other monk is looking at me cuz I imagine he's still focused out on me despite the other craziness going around, I'm just going to wink at him. All right. Uh inside angle. He's he's looking a little concerned and scared uh, based on all of the terrifying things that are happening around him. But Quarren looks excited. Shar, you would know that the people at the garden, even the ones who you now know were working against you or working in service of something dark this whole time, were generally fairly chill, even Genevieve. But Quarren was as close to a sadist mm-hmm. as you had at the garden. And she's enjoying every moment of this. Sure, it's just like panic look on his face. I'm in trouble. What <laughs> happens when one sadist meets another sadist? Because I feel like Zem's as close to a sadist as you can be without being a sadist. Like, that's that razor edge she walks all the time. It's true. It's true. I don't know, but we're about to find out. Because <laughs> it is two sadists walking her turn. Shar, <laughs> uh, you're looking her in the eyes, and then all of a sudden... She's behind you, and she's going to take a shot at your head. First attack at Shar's head. Um, I don't know if that's going to hit. Um, that is an 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, that is seven damage. Okay. Is any of that necrotic? No. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw, Shar. Uh, 20, 20, no, 20 dirty. Okay. Uh, you feel your body sort of lock up for a moment and you, you are aware of what she's doing. And so you are not stunned. She's coming in for a second shot. It's the same thing, same roll. Uh, that is 11 points of damage. And uh, she's now standing behind Char. She took two quick shots at his back. One right in the kidney, one up near his head. And she looks over towards you, Zem, and she just gives you a wink. But she's behind me. 
No, because she shifted in the shadows, so she's behind Char. She was standing in front of you. Yeah. And then Char snuck up behind her. So oh, then she I missed that shifted part. behind okay. him. I missed that part. Yes. And so now the other monk who was attacking you, Zem, is going to attack you again. No flanking this time, though. That one might actually miss. If I can find this person. Uh, yeah, that's only a 10 to hit. <laughs> that's an 11 to hit. That is my AC. All right. Are you going to do anything to change that? Um, no. Uh, that is nine points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to flurry of blows again. That is a 19 to hit. Mm. Six points bludgeoning damage. Okay. If this is a crit, I will silvery barbs. So I'm <laughs> All putting right. it out there. Last one to hit is a 21 for six points of bludgeoning <laughs> damage. I might go down. And <laughs> Don't forget you have your uh, shadow constitution or whatever uh-huh. the hell it's called. Uh, you now see that the other guards have moved fully into the atrium and are starting to attack Zima, Karina, and Kai, who are trying to hold the atrium while the three of you are dealing with Corin and this monk. And it is their turn. So you see Kai has killed one of the guards, but there are quite a few people attacking Lion uh, Kai with their daggers or their weapons of any sort. Uh, Karina is over there slinging spells, hitting people, but somebody is attacking her as well. And Zima has turned herself into a giant ape again and is once again going ham. And there are people shooting at her with crossbows from the stairs. She takes a guard and just uses the guard as a shield. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ristos is going to where am I cast a spell that you've seen her cast before Blight at Quarren who needs to make a constitution saving throw that is going to be a failure so while I am rolling this damage Char get ready So you see Quarren take this hit and it hurts her bad, but she doesn't make a sound. She just sort of tenses up and that look on her face is still there. And she whispers in your ear, Char, I'm glad you're making this interesting. I was starting to get bored. And your turn, Char. I hate it. I hate it. Shara's sure going to use... Um... Shara does this move. And like drops to the ground. <laughs> he rolls away. <laughs> um, what the hell is it called? He's going to use a key point And... Oh, what the hell is it? Disengage as a bonus action. Okay. He's going to like jump dive out of the way towards Zem and Ristos. He's going to c- turn back to her. Moonbeam. Like right where Korn is. Okay. She has to make a con save, I believe. Yes. 
DC is 16. She has succeeded. She still takes damage. Yes. And she's not a shapeshifter, correct? No, she is not. Okay, good. Um, but my goal is to make sure she can't use the shadow shit, which is why I'm doing this. Uh, what is the damage? What is the damage? 2d10. So 19 halved. All right. So I rode almost as high as I possibly could. All right. So she takes nine points of damage. Char, are you trying, where are you standing? Are you just standing next to Zem between her and Corrin or where are you positioning yourself? I'm trying to position myself between her and Corrin. Okay. Or between Corin and Ristos. Like, I understand that, like, that's a hallway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they're on one side, Corin and the other guard are on the other. Mm-hmm. Well, the other guard's dead. I thought there was another. There's there was a three. monk that's behind oh, oh, the, Zem. Oh, yeah, the other monk. Mm-hmm. Oh, behind Zem. Mm, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to place myself between Corin and Ristos and Zem. Okay. If I can. Yes, you can do that. Easy enough. And Zem. spell slot and key point. It is your turn. I'm going to use my action to actually drop Witch Bolt. Does that count as spell casting? No. So I can do a cantrip. Yes, you can drop a spell whenever you want to drop it. That's not an action? No. Oh. No, you can drop a spell whenever. That's fine. I'm still going to use my action to shocking grasp. The monk who's next to you? The monk who's fucking hitting me. Okay. Um... So the last move was Flurry of Blows. Mm-hmm. So for flavor, can I, like, with the last hit, like, just grab his wrist? Not to control or what sort I'm looking for, um, grapple, mm-hmm. but just for that touch for the Shocking Grasp. Yeah, sure. All right. You can try if you hit. So. I dig it. <laughs> Um, Zem rolled a one. I did. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Zem, how many hit points do you have right now? Not enough. (laughs) 28. Okay. So you reach up and you're hurting uh, and you go to connect with your power and you just, you just, you're not focusing hard enough. And there's just this like flicker. And so you just dig your nails into his arm a little bit. He rips his hand back. Is that all you're doing? Is that like a half point? Yeah, he took a half a point of scratching damage. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Fuck your rounding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's it. All right. It is his turn. And he, he's like, that hurt a little bit. And he's going to attack you. First punch is going to miss. I'm just forever, I'm going to tell you. That if it's a nat 20, that my my reaction is the silvery barbs. All right. Second punch. That's a miss. Third punch. I rolled a two, a three, and a three. Woo! Last punch. <laughs> Fuck your punches. That one's going to hit. That's a 21 to hit. Yeah. So you will take... Uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage as he goes to hit you twice and he's like kind of looking around he's missing and the last one he hits you right in the gut. It was the, um, it was a scratch. Yeah, it was the scratch. <laughs> he was thrown off by it. <laughs> and uh, he was like, who the fuck fights like that? Yeah. Uh, and 
Quarren. Uh, she's like, where are you going, Char? And she's going to run up to you. No, no, do not like, do not like. <laughs> and she's like, we're just getting started. And uh, she is going to punch you. And that's a seven, not a one. It looks like a, seven, a one, but it's a seven. So that is a 17 to hit. Oh, no, that hits. I thought that was a one. Yeah. Uh, for 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Jesus, fuck. Next punch. That's a 29 to hit. I apologize for the noise you're about to have to edit out. <laughs> that's seven points of bludgeoning damage. And you know what? Stunning strike. Constitution saving throw. Natural one. Char, your body locks up. She now has advantage. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. For eight points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, that's an 18. 18 to hit. For six points. Of bludgeoning damage. And Zem, you Not now great. see Char is trying to, like, he came to stand between you and Corin, and she is just pummeling him. Just bam, bam, bam. And his body all of a sudden, like, like locks up, and he looks frozen in place. It is the other NPC's turn. You hear from behind you. Kai's voice as she is pulled out of wild shape by the amount of damage that she has taken. And you hear her screaming, somebody get over there and help Zevin Shar. And then she starts casting magic. You can't see what's happening back there. Uh, Karina, you still hear her playing and uh, Zima, you hear the giant ape back there, uh, but you hear it roaring now in what sounds to be both pain and anger. Ristos is going to... I'm going to play fast and loose with the rules a little bit here. Like because, you haven't been doing that shit. <laughs> because thematically, I like this better. So Ristos rushes over between the two of you and... She says, get to the top of the tower. And all of a sudden, this portal opens up and she shoves you both as hard as she can through. She's going to cast Dimension Door, but instead of taking herself in one person, she's sending the two of you through it. Sure, still frozen, falls through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And when you come to, you are actually like 500 feet away, partially up the steps. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, can you move? No. No, he's stuck. He lands on the steps. <laughs> like like a, Petrificus could tell us. Yeah. Like a cardboard uh -huh. cut out of himself. Uh -huh. um, and Char, it's your turn. You are stunned till the end of their next turn. So you're just. Char's well, just laying on the I'm steps. I'm stunned, but I'm debating whether or not. Do you think Twilight Sanctuary works as a. As an action, you present your holy symbol. I'm assuming that means semantic. Yeah, no, you, you can't. So, uh, yeah, Zem, it's the top of the round. 
Char's body is falling downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) jokingly, uh, you can see that Ristos is now standing between the two monks, and the two of you have a clear path up the steps. You hear from above you, from the third floor landing, a scream. An animalistic scream of somebody in pain. Let's go to that. <laughs> it's Rafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The full sure isn't even chills. unstunned yet. <laughs> <laughs> the full fucking body chills I just experienced. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? It's your turn. All right, um, I'm going to cast at third level invisibility on both me and Char. Okay. Also, how does concentration work with stunning strike? What do you mean? So I would have to concentrate on each of those damage. So I need to roll a 10 every single time. Succeed, succeed, succeed. Technically success? So Moonbeam is still up? Okay, yeah, Moonbeam is still so there. So she gets hit with another Wait, how far away from Moonbeam can you be? Uh, that is a good question. It says 120 feet. All right, we'll say where you are right now, the Moonbeam is still up, but if you ascend further, you're going to... The Moonbeam is yeah, going like, I mean, if my turn started, even though I'm still stunned, I just want her to take the damage knowing that, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she needs to succeed on a constitution saving throw. Oh, yes, sorry. That was where... That's like um, the whole... Where, what'd you roll? A nine plus. Uh, oh, she's a monk, so she has proficiency in all of them. So it's a 17. 17 just succeeds. So you take 12 damage, halved, so six. And it's radiant. I don't all know right. if that affects her shatter shit. I've, it's been a minute. All right. So uh, the moonbeam goes off. Uh, you don't know how she reacts to it. You're far away. You're still technically stunned. It is her turn, though. And so you see her start attacking Ristos in the same way she was attacking Char. And now she is flanking Ristos with that other monk. So the two of them are just pummeling her. You now have a good vantage point from up above where you can see exactly what's going on. And you watch as this final crossbow bolt hits Zima and her giant ape form drops. And she is now herself again. She immediately um, goes into like her lower level spells. Firebolts, burning hands, things like that. Kai is still down there. She's casting all of her little naturey spells. It looks like she's taking control of some of the objects around her and is using them as weapons to pummel people in her vicinity. Char, it is your turn. Am I alive? Yeah, you are unstunned. You are laying on the steps. You are next to Zem. You heard the scream from above as well. Zem, what do you look like in this moment when Char finally, his body unlocks and he stands up to try to figure out what he's going to do? What do you look like? I look like nothing. Like air, because I'm invisible. Oh, yeah. You're invisible. You're both invisible. But I don't have the invisibility. What is happening? Oh, that's true. I'm fully... Well, okay, but, like, I probably am still gripped onto you, so, like... Yeah, you know what happened. You were stunned, not unconscious. (laughs) She pulls me by the leg up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't have that kind of strength. (laughs) Um, sure is a stick. <laughs> but I definitely um, 
I'm in full fucking panic mode. <laughs> like hearing that scream is like undoing something in me. Like all that bravado that I walked in here with is quickly leaving. Um, so I'm desperately wanting to run towards that sound, but also not willing to leave Char. Uh, so as I feel you like loosening up, um, I'm like stage whispering, like, we have to go. That's Rafe. We have to go. We have to go. Char goes like he's following Zem. All right. Mad dash. All right. Almost blind. So. <laughs> because we're invisible. Well, <laughs> as the two of you make it to the second floor of the landing, you hear steps of somebody coming down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Push them over the railing. Fuck you! <laughs> and you hear that it's more than one person. There's at least two people. And you see Xander and Avinius I'm coming down the stairs. Pushing that bitch. I'm pushing that motherfucker. Which one? <laughs> Xander. <laughs> eat a dick. Okay. As he's coming down the stairs, he and Avinius are talking. <laughs> and they're saying, and Avinius is saying, this is your fault whenever, oh my god, Dahlia is going to kill us. And Xander's like, Dahlia. You should be more concerned about Ambrose or God forbid they bring Genevieve, Genevieve. down here. <laughs> and as he's saying Genevieve, roll your uh, roll your attack with advantage. Um, roll an unarmed strike. Mm-hmm. 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 21. Okay. So out <laughs> of <laughs> out of nowhere, you become uninvisible. And there's a look of recognition in Xander's face. And then all of a sudden, he's falling off the stairs. Because there's no railing here. These are just steps cut in the side That's terrifying. That is fucking terrifying! <laughs> <laughs> and he is falling, falling, falling. And you see him. You glance over to watch him fall. And he hits the ground. But he... He's a monk. He's a monk. He's probably fine. But before he hits, like, because I, I know that he's probably going to be fine. I'm going to be like, bitch. <laughs> Roll an insight check. Shard takes the lead like, oh. <laughs> Push, <laughs> pushes of Okay. Roll me, roll me an attack. Eight. Uh, you think you see, like, a flicker of humor in Xander's face. What did you say? 28? 23. 23? You shove a like, Oh, we're doing this. And like off. just the, the stiff arm. And he's like, what? Oh, but he casts Featherfall on himself and he also sort of hits, he hits the ground, but he lands on his ass and he looks pissed. But as they go to stand up, uh, Avinius turns towards the steps and starts trying to run to come back up. You both watch Xander shake his head a little bit, and he goes over towards... Fuck you. Kai. And looks like he's about to start attacking her. <laughs> they had to use their reactions. <laughs> they did have to use their reactions. We have moved out of normal initiative, and I'm just going to have you tell me what you're doing, and then I'm going to tell you what's happening down below until you can't see it anymore. I'm going to message Xander. Okay. What do you say? Message. We have message? Oh, message. Never mind. We're mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. You can still make a different choice. You can reply to this message. <laughs> um, 
if we're just firing cantrips, uh, toll the dead, <laughs> just at anybody that's not a monk down there. Okay. Uh, DC who, 16. Who are you trying to protect? Anybody that I can see that's not a monk. Cause I don't know. Like I know Ristos is between two monks and I know they're probably going to save. So I'm not going to fire at them. But so, anybody so, that looks... so there are guards and monks attacking Zima, Kai and Karina. Uh, you can make this attack to help one of them. I'm going to help Kai if I can. All right. They succeed. Damn. Throw to 17 plus things. Zem, you get a response back to your message. I'm buying you time by not coming after you. So we're running. Am I out of the, like, 120-foot range? If you choose to keep moving right now, instead of stopping, yes, you'll be out of the range. Yeah, I'm not going to stop for his bullshit. He's been given enough chances to be doing the right thing. All right. Bitch. Are you continuing to run as well? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not running down into the pit. <laughs> you Running up into hell. You wrap your way up to the third floor and you see that there is a large wooden door with like a metal slat where you could like open it. Uh, but that slat is closed. It is slightly ajar though. Not enough for you to see inside, but enough so that the noise of what's happening in the room can get out. And you hear another one of those screams erupt from the room i'm gonna take the dagger that i have and i'm gonna prepare to whip it at whatever yeah, when we first go thing, through the door uh spirit shroud as my action okay which gives us temporary hit points and that's we're gonna need that i don't know i, I don't know why i keep forgetting to do this whenever we get into a fight <laughs> i'm gonna fucking die in this room so <laughs> like i'm i'm for real <laughs> you act like i'm not not, but I mean, like, real, uh, I have 20 hit points. <laughs> 1d6 plus 4, so uh, 10 temporary hit points. We maxed out. All right. So as the two of you approach the door and go to open it, below you. <laughs> you heard it too, right? <laughs> Below you. <laughs> That's what I heard. Below you. We don't have time for that right I now. Know. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to flip this coin. No. <laughs> I don't, I'm not choosing who dies. Uh, one is Zima. Kraken is Karina. You. Yes. <laughs> you. Sorry. <laughs> hear a shriek from Karina below you. Sorry, I'm happy. I didn't mean it to be like, I'm glad she's dead, but between the two, yeah. Zima and Karina, we don't have any attachment to Zima. As you push the door open, you see across the way, Rafe. He is bound to the wall by manacles in almost like a crucifixion style. The irony. Standing before him, you see a man in black, tattered pants. His shirt is off. There is blood covering him. Doesn't seem to be his own. He has slicked back black hair. And in his hand is almost like a scalpel-type knife. And he turns to look at the two of you. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Of slay. I need things to throw. Give me stars. things. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to episode 61 of Slay the Stars. Sorry about that cliffhanger, Leah. Speaking of Leah, over the past few months, our DM Leah has been hard at work on a project with Grant and Jenny from Game Master Monday and Squidzy from Lost Guide Games. That project is called Bella's Comet, and it finally releases... Tomorrow, you can find all the info at bellascomet.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-S-C-O-M-E-T dot com. And without further ado, here's the promo. Shit. Some stories are epic tales for the ages. Hours of content, sprawling narratives that pull you in and consume years of your life. This isn't one of those stories. Join the creators of Game Master Monday and Slay the Stars with a special guest from Lost Guide Games as they take you on a journey of hope and desperation. Using the Arc Doom TTRPG system, Bella's Comet is nothing like you've experienced so far. Because there's a twist. And the clock is ticking. Episode 1 of Bella's Comet releases on October 4th. Listen in on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Intro music by Isaac Fires. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.